Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to this week's Under the Noise with me, Wynne Morgan, and my wonderful co-host, Kate Roberts. Hello, Kate. Hey, Wynne. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm very well. How about you? I'm well, too. And there's no but to that. (laughs) And there's no however or anything. I am well. Thank you very much. I can hear somebody saying, geez, we're not complaining at the beginning. This is <laughs> Nobody got something to complain about. Today, I don't. A few minutes ago, before you hit record, I, I gave you a list of um, thoughts about what to talk about. Because, yes, dear listener, I had some thoughts about what we might talk about today, because it's my turn. Um <laughs> so during the last week, I wrote down a number of themes that I've come up with in my work with clients, um, either yeah, group trainings with um, with corporates or one-to-ones. And the one that you chose, because then after the four on my list, I asked you to choose which one you like. And you went for hope versus expectation. So what was it in that that for you was, ooh, let's talk about that one. Because I get a sense, honestly, that I'm not sure what I think about hope. I have I no hope you idea. Do soon. Hmm? I hope you do soon. Hmm. That was just a terrible joke. That was super bad. Hmm. But that's okay. <laughs> honestly, I don't really know. And I guess that's um, that's what makes it interesting for me. Yeah. And recently I've heard a friend that I was talking to say, I'm afraid to hope. Which I understand. You know, I understand where she's coming from and how that would look like a bad thing if it didn't turn out the way she wanted it to. Like somehow hope, and I don't know this for sure, but somehow if I hope and it doesn't work out, then it makes it worse than if I didn't and it didn't work out the way I wanted. Yeah. Hope would make it worse. Mm. And I, I think that feels really real and true for her right now and painful 
But for me personally, I don't, I don't know. Like is hope this comforting place for us as human beings where we take our preferences and put them out there? You know, our preferences of how things should work or how people should be or what life should be like. Do we, you know, I guess hope one of those things where we put our personal preferences out there, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Or, you know, and, and some people see hope not, n- not always as a bad thing, but as that, like, as long as I have hope, I have something that keeps me going. Yeah. And it's very real in that sense to that hope. So I, you know, like I see what the different ways that hope plays out for people in their experience. I'm just not sure. Not sure how it plays out in my, my own experience. Yeah. What about you, Wynn? How do you see hope? The challenging thing with this is, is that because we're playing with our own understanding and definition of a word, right? then it can be really fluid. Sure. Because a lot of what I heard you describe was what I would call expectation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Versus hope being more like the last thing that you mentioned. So general feeling of hopeful don't know exactly how things are going to turn out don't know when but there's uh, there's the feeling of hopefulness one one other way of saying that would be optimism but not blind optimism with this will happen here and then this and this will be the way that it works out because that's the solidity that in my mind is what turns hope into expectation is solidity. There's a fixed, this is how they will be. This is how it will play out. And this is when things need to happen. So it's like it has firm metrics or timings, but certain things around it, as opposed to hope is the direction and expectations a fixed point. But I've made that totally up right now. Okay. I guess I aren't we all doing that? Yeah. But that's what seems fresh to me right now about yeah. the distinction between those two words. Mm. Now, the reason that this came up, I was talking with someone who's um who's the head of a uh, division in their company in Europe. And it was amazing to me how many expectations they had about other people and themselves. And that they were constantly disappointed in themselves Mm -hmm. and in other people. And we talked about the danger of expectations, which is, you know, not not real. It's not a true danger, but, you know, it's the the shortcomings, should I say, the shortcomings and expectations. Because we don't know how things are going to work out. We don't know how we're going to do. We don't know how other people will behave. 
And to me as well, as I remember vividly having a conversation with one of my mentors and seeing that effectively while talking to a third party, but really this was about me, seeing expectations of the enemy of performance. And to me, it's just like, what, is, what does he mean? But it just struck me as we were kind of debriefing, having said goodbye to, um, to his client, that I was so fixed on the expectations and my mind was so closed on that that I wasn't so open to anything outside of the parameters that I'd put in place, unknown to me that I was putting parameters in place. And it had more of me on my mind and more, how are they measuring up? How is it measuring up as opposed to living and expressing and creating? I was measuring as opposed to expressing. It's like I was a champion auditor of how people were doing compared to my expectations and how I was doing compared to my expectations. And it's not fun. I, I, I don't like being an auditor. I'd rather be expressing. I'd rather have the freedom to do that. And to me, when I have the freedom of mind to be able to express and notice everyone else's real-time responsiveness, things just tend to go an awful lot more smoothly. And I also, um, to this client, said that um, in retreat about a year ago, one of the participants said something to me I'd not heard before, but a few other people on the retreat had. And it was expectations are premeditated resentment. Now, me and my the person <laughs> running the retreat with Lorna, who's been a guest with us as well, right, Lorna, we were just going, wow. And uh, we got the Sharpie, and it was one of the two things that was actually put up on the glass in the window of, you know, one of the more profound points that was raised over that entire weekend. But it's just true. Expectations are premeditated resentment. Which goes back to your story as well from that person who said, I don't want to feel hopeful because I might be disappointed. That's what predetermined resentment would actually be. So I don't want to have bottled up disappointment and put expectations on. Yeah, me. But, it was, sorry, it was on. almost like, like somehow if I hope then there's further I'll fall. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a guarantee that it will hurt that it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but hope would make it hurt more like there's more if i if i hope for something different yeah that to me is how i would describe expectation yeah because if someone remains hopeful and remains hopeful and it's not about a defined outcome a defined feeling a defined state by a certain point, then it's the direction of hopeful. Then to me, that, that couldn't have disappointment in it. 
what does hope look like without an idea on the other end of what you're hoping for? Like if there's no attachment to how it, you know, like what happens as a result of this hope, like if there's no object for the hope, what does hope look like? The feeling. Hmm. The feeling of hopeful without there being a target, without there being a, a line in the sand, without there being a defined outcome and certainly no attachment because mm. it can't be an attachment to something that doesn't have a, you know, a defined outcome. Mm. It's a really difficult one to explain, but I don't know. I can feel mm. the feeling of hopeful, the feeling of hope. And I can feel the difference between that and an expectation, which is solidified about a thing. I can feel a difference in that. And thankfully, even though it might not make any sense right now, the person I was talking to who ran that division totally got it. Saw the difference. Oh, I can be hopeful for the way things work out without that being a burden, mm. without that being the potential for disappointment because it was just ultimate. And it was, again, the direction and the feeling of hopeful mm. as opposed to the fixed expectation of outcome and to me hope is very helpful an expectation might well be resentment freeze-dried waiting for water predetermined resentment but anyway that's just what i think The way you describe hope sounds like hoping from the unknown. Mm. Mm. Like the unknown future of how things will play out under the noise of our personal preferences. So if you were hoping from the unknown, that sounds like what you're describing. Yeah. From the unknown into the unknown. Yeah, it's like hope before the four. Hopeful before the four. Like not hopeful for something or some outcome. Yeah. yeah. Just hopeful. Yeah. <sighs> Period. Someone who like allows and accepts anything in life experience to show up. Like just allows it all knowing that whether or not we can see it, that it's ultimately for us. Right? Mm. I wonder what that person would think about hope. If it was all okay. I wonder. There's a part of me that says, I, I hope I remember the truth of that. And then I thought, I wonder what an expectation would be about it. And then I got really into my head and I thought, 
yeah, I don't want to get into my head about it. <laughs> I don't want to keep trying to figure everything out to have a right answer. A right cognitive answer that explains things in neat boxes. I don't think life works that way. In neat boxes? Yeah, I don't think it does. Like words, for example, there's a specific delineation between them, between different things. It's just like, we like to put things in neat boxes. I don't think anything really works like that. Let's put a tree in a box. Let's put a flower in a box. And Jesus kills it. Kills its natural. Then what did it feel like? Liveness. What, putting things in boxes? No. What would it thinking, feel like? Thinking about my question, my wondering, that if everything is okay and it's all for us. Yeah. Well, would expensive. a person who like really knows that would they hope or what would hope look like to them? Like, what does that feel like to you when I say it out loud? Well, here's what I know. I ain't qualified to answer that. <laughs> most I'm pretty sure time, we're not qualified to answer any of this. Because most of the time, I, I don't know that that's, I don't see things like that most of the time. Now, I know it's true, but I forget. But at the same time, what came into my mind then was I, I wonder if hope becomes null and void. If everything's golden, it's like, to me, then they're already enlightened. So what is the enlightened person hope for? I don't know. Do they need hope? I would, that's the point, right? I don't know. But as someone who isn't enlightened... I find hope quite helpful, and I find expectations not so helpful. Hmm. So for anyone enlightened, enlightened out there, let us know. Let us know if hope is helpful if you're enlightened. You know, Byron Katie would say that enlightenment is being able to recognize the stressful thinking that you have in any moment. I think you're more enlightened than you think when. Maybe your question is a better definition of enlightenment. Mm. One way of knowing someone's enlightened is that hope is redundant and expectations wouldn't even occur in their mind. Maybe you could uh, crump Byron Katie, dare I say it, in that definition of enlightenment. <laughs> but again, I feel very unqualified to, to venture there. I can meander and ponder, but I don't know. You know, I think it is pretty cool, though, that the one word, hope, <laughs> we can put so many individual definitions and perspectives around that one word hope is bad hope is good hope is non-existent <laughs> not required if you're enlightened yeah we could put so many different words in there. hey 
for Christmas, my mother got me this book, right? And it just happens to be here on my desk in the office. Dust it off, Lynn, dust it off. Well, there was one flake on it from <laughs> the wrap I had for lunch. Right? It's the Emotional Dictionary. Now, Are we looking up hope? This, yeah, I'm going to look But it, uh, when it says that the Emotional Dictionary, it's not a... It's not a book that has a feeling, right? It's not that kind of thing. It's just like, oh, it's gonna. This book is crying, or this book is now laughing. It's not that kind of thing. You can tell that wasn't very funny. So I will move on. <laughs> you knew it right away. Yeah, <laughs> well, I could see through the corner of my eye as I'm trying to remember the alphabet. H I J. All right. Hangovers in here. Hunch. Let's have a look. After all that, it ain't in there. So, um, I know. In the emotional dictionary? Cool. Yeah. But then I suppose it's not a definition mm. of a, it's not, might not be an emotion. Hopeful, I'd imagine, would be, but it ain't. We look, we tried to find overwhelm in there. Remember the first episode we were recording after Christmas? And we were we trying to find what? What did we try to find? Overwhelm, that's right. Yeah. So the expectation I had was overwhelm will be in here. Yours too. And you go, what? And I said, what? So disappointing. I know. <laughs> but I hoped hope was in there, but I wasn't expecting it. So I will not disappoint it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you laughed at that. So what have we learned? In our little chat, I don't know. Well, you know, we haven't really gotten to expectation yet, other than it seems like not a good thing. It looks like a good thing. But to you, it, expectation doesn't sound like something great. Yeah. Closes me down. It closes you down. It makes me less mentally free. What if you expected everything to be for you, even if it looks bad? You expected to be surprised by life. <laughs> you expected to be cared for I'm and held. I'm disappointed the sun keeps coming up in the same place, <laughs> though. It keeps rising in the I'm east. just saying. <laughs> And I'm on, not surprised at all. Why does what the earth turn the same way? <laughs> Maybe we need to talk about your expectations of life. Yeah, well, I'm glad I don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, he's lying. <laughs> I, I have less and less expectations. Yeah. Since my then mentor said that going back five years ago, and it was just like... <gasps> I've got expectations everywhere. Mm -hmm. Lower the bar, he said. Lower the bar about you, lower the bar about other people, lower the bar about everything and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so much better without them. Believe me. Both mentally, emotionally, and in real results. What actually has happened in the world of form in my life? Far better without them. Um, you know, to put specifics about what what I'd want 
how things should play out because there's just some shoulds in there about expectations and it takes the spirit of hope and sucks the life out of it. That's one way I would describe it right now, the difference in hope and expectation. Puts the formless beauty of hope into a form that can be, what, what did we say earlier on, predetermined resentment. Yeah. Because as someone wise said in the last few minutes, life is full of surprises. But I love the spirit of hope. Premeditated, that was the word, premeditated resentment. Interesting. How different our meanings can be. Mm. For those two words, it, um, it reminded me of something I was reading. I think it was yesterday. Um, going back to, to Byron Katie is that she was talking about how she, this is not an exact quote, but she expects people to give as much as they give. She has expectations that people will stay as long as they stay and go when they go. Like there's like, yeah, like her expectation is, is like moment to moment that people will give what they can give almost as if her expectation is they'll show up exactly is what makes sense for them. Right. To give as much or as little as they give and however much that, however long they stay in her life all of that and there's such a freedom yeah and that expectation is hey i just expect you to show up as you yeah <laughs> and and that has struck something for me where it's almost clarified almost it, it like it sh it takes a flashlight in it and it shines it on my expectations of people to yeah. be any different or life to be any different than it is. Like not, I'm not saying my, my expectations are good or bad. I'm when somebody talks from a space where they just expect what's happening to be happening and for people to be exactly who they are and to give as exactly as much as they're giving or not. It almost like it takes me into a space where I drop in and I can see all my expectations and how I expect people to show up different. And that version of expectation is freedom, like ultimate freedom. And so I just love this conversation, man, because the word expectation can be so small and and focused and bad and hurtful and then the word can be expansive and that to me is the bit that matters not how we define certain yeah if something feels restrictive yeah then there may be something else on offer that could be helped more more powerful, helpful, 
more joyous and a smoother experience for us and for everyone else in our lives. Because what I love about what what uh, you just described about those expectations that there wasn't any. <laughs> I expect what is is what is. And there's nothing about the next moment there. So absolute freedom. And to me, what I was first exploring that for myself, I thought I wouldn't do as well if I gave myself that freedom. So that I was wrong. I thought I'd be, I had to be on my case that me putting boundaries and solid expectations about me would, would keep me on the straight and narrow, uh, do better, be more productive. All it did was put more mental load on me. And I was measuring myself about, you know, 20 times a day about measures that I'd made up. So I made up the measures and measured myself against the things I made up and how much of that mental activity was about how Wind's doing. Wind is great when he's not got himself on his mind. A lot better. Because, you know, to what you just said is when I just show up, free, mentally free, life's sweeter, and I tend to do better, tend to have more presence, I'm far more likable with my attentions on someone else than on my own neuroses. I listen better. I have more love to share because I'm not beating myself while I'm trying to love somebody else, which is a, a difficult equation to have going on in one person. It's a heck of a thing to see. I think it's also a really beautiful reminder about words. You know, like, you know, we do a podcast and we toss around a bunch of words. And that's what we do. And it's fun for us. And the conversation is really, I think, enjoyable for us and the people that, that listen. But I think words can only take us so far. And I think the feeling takes us the rest of the way. That's a great reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you, Kate. You've been listening to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts. I'm here with Wynn Morgan. If you have any questions or comments, definitely reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Or even suggestions for topics if something interests you as well. Uh, we love those suggestions. And we appreciate you and all of our listeners and everybody who emails and we have a lot of appreciation for you. I also want to put out there too, that these conversations are interesting to us, but if you are someone who's going through something and hope is what you've got, yeah, you hang on to that. 
Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.